What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Light. As always, this is your host, Mary Van Amy. So I think we can all agree that 2019 has been weird. (laughs) Um, Like your weird uncle, weird, like it hasn't been negative per se, Um, hasn't been the most positive maybe, but it's been okay. And I think more than anything, it's just been a season of change. Like I think with every single month, everybody has been going through some sort of transformation. They've been realizing something, you know, like Kylie Jenner said, however many years ago, it's just the year of like realizing stuff. (laughs) So, um, what I have realized is that I know a lot of people that are going through changes. People are having kids, people are getting married, People are getting into and out of relationships, um, and the list goes on. But lucky for a lot of us, apparently, um, today we're going to be talking about breakups, and we're going to be joined by my friend Emily later. Um, But before we get to that, I just wanted to quickly say that I think that there are a lot of positive and negative sides when it comes to breakups, but I think most of the time it ends up being positive, even if it kind of sucks in the time being. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, so nothing is ever <clears throat> going to go how we want it to go, but in the end we're going to realize why it had to happen that way. Um, and that's kind of what I was getting at a little bit with last episode, talking about having a yes mentality and just needing to make those decisions, but, you know, that goes for getting out of romantic relationships too. And sometimes you're going to have to make very hard decisions in order to say yes to yourself, but you have to. Like, you have to. You owe it to yourself. You don't owe it to anybody else. And um, it'll be painful, of course, but so worth it if you feel like that's what you need. And today you're going to hear a little bit about what Emily and myself have experienced. Um, Her situation's a lot different than mine, but at the end of the day, we have both experienced something that was hard, but was necessary. Um, And within that, you experience insane growth. And I've learned that and I continue to learn that. But I've learned about parts of myself that I didn't really know about or remember having. And I'll touch on that more later when I'm talking with Emily. But I also have learned that um, the most painful moments, memories and experiences, whether within my last relationship or otherwise, have shaped me to learn more about who I am and what I want and deserve but it sucks. (laughs) Okay. It really, really sucks. So in an effort to help it suck less, like I said, my friend Emily is here to join us and hopefully our experiences and unsolicited opinions (laughs) and advice um, can help you find your footing in the shitstorm of a breakup or wherever you're at with that. Okay, so today I'm joined with my friend Emily, who now unfortunately is over 17 hours away, but um, her and I have both been going through um, major changes, but I think it's safe to say we both feel free. I know I definitely do, um, but is there anything that you're like personally experiencing or any like major realizations that you have felt through all of this? Because for me, it's been my freedom like to find myself, and like I was just telling you, like the things that I put up with becoming super disheartening or the things that I wasn't able to pursue otherwise, like those types of things are making me sad, but it's also kind of lighting a fire under me to just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I have realized mostly is like, first of all, when you aren't honest throughout the relationship or throughout whatever it is that you're going through with, the partner, um, it makes it a lot harder to be able to, um, even leave or move on or do anything. Right. Because, um, 
it gets so out of nowhere or that's kind of how I felt. Um, I felt like I couldn't be honest, but all at the same time, like I couldn't do anything because I didn't want this to come out of nowhere. And what I realized the most is that I had a lot of my own patterns that, that repeat in, in all situations. Um, like my business, my relationship, uh, the way that I handle things emotionally, like a lot of it is related. Is, is that how it is for you? Do you feel like that at all? Yeah, I think in some ways, like definitely. And I mean, you saying that makes me think more of like my health versus like what, like needing to be open and honest, because that's obviously something that I really struggled with too. Like I didn't really have the space where I could speak my thoughts or my feelings or whatever it was without it being shot down. So I think in a lot of ways, everything for me is very related because now that I'm back here, it's like week seven or eight that I've been home. Like I'm gaining weight. My other autoimmune symptoms are kind of, um, declining or decreasing or however you want to say it. So I definitely think a lot of that was related and a lot of it, like my body just kind of started to, um, home all of this pent up energy and like these words that needed to come out, but nothing, I didn't have a space that I was able to do that. So now that I'm here and I'm able to speak freely and be myself and all this other stuff, like things are, it's like, I don't know, a wave has just kind of crashed over everything and it's a total clean start. Uh But I think obviously in not being able to have that space within that relationship that it definitely really negatively affected both of us because only one side was being heard the whole time. Right. And just to give everyone like a little background, um, Mary and I, we almost went through this situation like at the same time. I think it was like almost. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was literally like a month apart and we were both, Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Four years for both of us. And when it, when Mary was going through it, we literally had this like big tiff three days before. And so we hadn't talked to each other in what, a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Like a month and a half almost. And, um, you know, neither of us had any idea what we were going through. And so it was just really crazy how we also came back into each other's lives the day of the eclipse um, (laughs) this month yeah in July and that was the day that this happened um in my life so being able to like look at it from the outside I think that's helpful for people because um you know it didn't just like randomly um happen I mean I guess it was kind of random for both of us but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't something that um, was easy for either of us to go through, and we didn't have each other in the midst. Like, I didn't have her to talk to. She didn't have me to talk to. But that was also what I'm bring- how I'm bringing up patterns. Like, what had happened with Mary and I was a- one of my patterns. I didn't open up. I didn't get honest. I literally shut down whenever I emotionally feel triggered. And that's what was happening in my relationship. So it's just kind of funny how things literally mirror Mm -hmm. like that. And that's kind of what I'm talking about with, um, you know, I know that (laughs) that happens too in my business. If I'm like emotionally triggered or, um, I'm 
triggered in any way with it, you've seen me do this, Mary. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to change it because I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I never dive deep, like, okay, well, why don't you like it? Why is this triggering you? What's going on? Don't like shut down, talk about it, open up and you know, that's just something that I'm really working through. Also, I just hired a therapist to help me through some of this stuff. Um, And I've never done therapy before. So I'm actually really excited to dive into that. Yeah, that's something I definitely need to do. Still, I was thinking about that yesterday, just because like, I can work through my thoughts. And you know, I can categorize what I need to and you know, feel what I need to feel. But there's really nothing that um would compare to being able to have a professional's opinion, much less somebody who knows literally nothing about my life. (laughs) But it's just, I don't know why I've been so hesitant about it. I don't view it as something that's um, taboo at all. I think that therapy helps a lot of people. And like, I don't know really if I've ever mentioned it on my podcast, but I'm obsessed with my favorite murder with Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. If you guys are true crime people, at all. You need to listen to it. They're hilarious. But they have normalized therapy out the wazoo because they are 40, 50 some year old, you know, recovering addicts and they have severe anxiety and this, that and the other. But they've also gone through a lot of really hard things like divorce and moving and death and stuff like that. But it's just it kind of hits a little different when (laughs) you start to contemplate for yourself if that's what, you know, you want to do or you feel is right. But I think in a lot of ways, it's necessary. It is literally therapeutic to talk about what's going on. So if, like, you feel like in any kind of relationship, whether it's, like, romantic, um, just, like, a friendship or even, like, a relationship with a family member, and you feel like you can't have that blatant honesty, you got to take a step back and evaluate what's going on. Because for a very long time, Emily knows this, like, I suppressed a lot of what I felt or the things that I was thinking or the things that I wanted in order to make somebody else happy or just to ensure that I wasn't going to get the shit end of a stick (laughs) or wasn't going to get, you know, something wasn't going to get taken out on me or whatever it might be. And like, I'm not perfect. There's shit that I did wrong for sure. But I always owned up to those things and seeing the growth already and like how rapidly I have changed, it makes me feel like I have no regrets. Like I miss my dogs. I loved Texas. Like There are things that I wish that I could have done there, but in all of this, you know, whether I've been talking to my mom, to you, to a different friend, like, I have been finding so many, like, openings within all of it. Like, wow, that could have been a way out. Wow, that was a red flag. But, like, everything has had to happen the way that it needed to. And especially with us, because I think that's so crazy. Like, we totally had a falling out. Neither of us had any idea what was going on just to find out it was literally the exact same thing. And then when the eclipse was happening, it's just like, boom, universe brought us right back together. And like, that was it. (laughs) So it's like, do you have any regrets? Like, I know for you, it was like kind of sudden, or at least it felt like a sudden onset to like have the talk. But do you have any regrets at all? I... Or wish you would have done something sooner or differently? Like, yeah, so I think, so I truly believe that it happened the way that it was supposed to and all of that. Um, I, I regret not being super honest. I think I was pretty honest, um, you know, a couple weeks 
before I was talking about I wasn't happy. I didn't know why I wasn't happy, but I was just opening up and saying it. And there was just this energy between us where like we are actual soulmates. Like it just, it feels like that, but it was, um, you know, it's different when you're raised differently. And then also like you just both have different conditioning. So that's the only stuff that we like really needed to work through. Mm -hmm. And what am I trying to say? Like the only regret that I have is not trying counseling or something before we um, decided to end it like at that point. And it was a little random when I brought it up because I was just, I felt like I, it was like word vomit. Like it just kind of happened for me. And like, we were literally in the kitchen, just sitting there like making dinner. And I'm like, dude, I don't think that we can fix this. Like I literally said that. And it was not easy. (laughs) It was really, really hard because, um, you know, he's not a bad person. Like he's a really amazing person, but, um, you know, my regret is sacrificing my happiness just because someone else like for someone else to be happy. And, And that's not a, um, a thing that I would ever recommend anyone doing. Right. Like I, I, preach this to my clients I'm like you can't sacrifice your happiness for other people and then I was over there doing it for like years so that's kind of my only regret with it and you know I just think that if you are feeling intuitively nudged to do something this is what I've learned a lot from it is like you have to listen to the nudges and you have to follow that intuition or you're just going to stay unhappy. And especially when you're as enlightened as you and I are, like I truly believe that the more enlightened or the more awakened you become, the more you cannot ignore your true north and where you're supposed to be going and so you're gonna keep getting the messages over and over again in different ways and even stronger and that's kind of how it happened for me and it was it was really unfortunate because you know of course throughout the relationship I'm like I really want you to grow with me I really want you to grow with me (laughs) it's like hammering it into someone right Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day everyone deserves their own journey their the dignity of their own path it's gonna happen when it's supposed to right like it can't be forced so that was really and I know our situations are completely different Mm -hmm. but it that was really the biggest thing for me is I need growth I can't not grow just because you know someone else isn't so Not, not keeping up yeah and like a lot of what you just said really resonates with me too even though how everything went down was so different, but, like, ours, I feel like, was kind of, like, a slow decline, and there are things that I learned when I got home that definitely would have changed my mind before I moved, and, like, I'm not, I'm not airing any dirty laundry on this episode, and Emily's not either, and, like, neither of us have ever been in the market to do that stuff, because, truthfully, we're not those types of people, but it's important to share hard things like this especially within our generation and you know how everybody values social media and just how it's used as a whole 
And, like, I even put on my Instagram story this morning a picture of my, like, crackhead hair with my coffee saying, like, this is your morning reminder that ain't nobody on Instagram waking up looking put together or gorgeous or insta-worthy or whatever it is. And that goes for life, too. You know, things that we go through, like breakups, they're messy, they're frustrating, they're really sad, they're really fucking unfortunate. But, like, we're reiterating, it's necessary and inevitable. Like, no matter what... I think as humans, we all want to have a bit of control over either our situations or people that we have in our lives um, just because, it, you know, as a human, it gives you a little bit of a higher up. It makes your ego boost a little bit. So we want to keep that. But that becomes really, really, really fucking toxic, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about a long term romantic relationship where you have potentially seen a future or maybe have made some future plans or whatever it might be. But it's important to open up and talk about things because we all go through it. We're all going to continue to go through it. And like Emily always says, new level, new devil. Like no matter what you do in your life, there's always going to be something in the way. There's going to be something that forces you to either grow or stay stagnant. And for us, we were in such a season of needing to grow and change and move, but didn't actually really have that space or environment that promoted that or encouraged it or whatever it might be. So at least for Emily and her situation, there is hope that they will work things out and that, you know, things will get back to exactly what they wanted it to be. But for me, it's not that way. And that's okay. And that's something that I have had to come to terms with because, you know, Emily mentioned that she has hired a therapist. Like, that's something I tried to do, but the other party wasn't willing. And it's just really unfortunate. But... In realizing those things by having conversations with other people, like I talked about in last episode, we understand that we're not alone and that these things have to happen if we want to continue our lives and continue living and living to the fullest. And we have to be okay with accepting change. It's really hard and... You know, for me, I moved 17 hours back to Indiana. Emily's living situations have changed as well. And, like, it's been a weird adjustment, I think, for both of us. But I think especially considering the conversations we have had prior to just recording this episode, like, it's been nothing but positive. And I think it's been positive for all parties involved, the four of us speaking. Like, mm-hmm. growth has to happen, healing trauma has to happen, but you can't always do that when you're next to the person that needs to do it. Like, it's like a mom trying to get a kid to clean the dishes, you know, like it is something that seems really necessary, but it might seem really taxing to the other party that you're asking something of. So like you have to, like, if you're someone that's contemplating having the talk, just like Emily said, like, just be honest. She word vomited and it's actually turning out to be more positive. I think than she expected it would. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And it was almost like, Because this has come up in our relationship a couple of times, um, just because, yeah, I naturally grow a lot faster than he does. Like, that's just, we've talked about this. That's not something that's bad. It's just, like, I consume and I want, like, everything that has to do with growth. And he just wasn't raised that way or he didn't learn that as fast as me. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Um, And this time, though, I think what made the biggest difference is that I had truly decided, like I had actually made the decision. I said, you know, this is really, really hard for me. This is my best friend. This is like my actual soulmate. But if we can't get on the same page, like 
I, I just, I have to decide and I have to move on for myself. And I didn't make this decision in a ego, egoic way or like a, um, mad way. Like it wasn't coming from a place of hatred or like anything like that. It was literally from a place of love for him and myself. And I think that made a huge difference. Every other time it was because I was so mad at him because he wouldn't do the things with me and he wouldn't do this and he wouldn't do that. Right. Like it was so controlling (laughs) and I didn't, you know, I realized that now, but this was just a love, like all love decision and it wasn't easy and I had really decided. And now we have such a healthy, like, um, you know, process and what we're going through. Like we have started to talk more and we are like dating and, um, you know, it's exciting again, but I feel like I'm going forward. Like it doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm going backwards and going back to a relationship. It feels like I'm going forward. And we have decided like therapy and we we did some alchemical healing so that we could, um, you know, cut our karmic ties and it's just been so cool. And, um, I feel more in my power than I ever have in my freaking life (laughs) because, um, you know, we're both kind of in our power. I've made the space for him to realize he needs to be in his and I need to be in mine and then we can be powerful together. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like he, he has that, he's now able to understand what you have meant all along. Yeah. And he actually said that, you know, and it's, it's actually, this is how I know it's different because I, I literally decided and then he was like, wait, I see it. He's like, it's actually clicking. Like I hear you. And before it's like, I would say it and I would say it and say it. And I'm like, dude, I swear, like, we have to be doing things together. We have to be doing this. We need to be doing that. And it was just going through one ear out the other. But I feel like this is just the point in our relationship where it's do or die. And we both know that. And we both know that we're here to actually like reach dreams together. Like we just both intuitively know that. And so that's why it was so difficult for me. Cause I'm like, I want to stay here, but I really can't, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it's like very so bittersweet, yeah. like to have to change your arrangements that you guys have had for however many years now. And mm, you know, yes. everything, you know, you, you guys have a dog. Like that's been the hardest part for me is not having my dogs. Like the breakup really, really, really sucks. And like the life mm-hmm. change has been an adjustment but, like, not yeah. having my dogs or, like, the ability to help them understand that, like, this was necessary and this had to happen and, like, I love you, I'm sorry, like, that, it's just so hard. Like, I woke up yesterday and was in such a funk and I was, like, crying because I just miss my dogs. Like, I want them more than anything and knowing that they have, like, limited years left. Like, Oliver will be 11 this year, so he's only got, realistically, like, three or four more years as a Shih Tzu. So... Yeah. Stuff like that sucks, but it's so necessary because at least in our situation, like, everything became so toxic to a point where it was, like, spilling over acidity into the house. And, you know, like, the dogs don't deserve that. Dogs come to Earth because they already know how to love. They already know patience. They know obedience. And they know loyalty. They don't have to figure any of that out. We have to figure that out. And it's really, really, really fucking hard because stuff like this happens where you have to make that hard decision that not only benefits you, but benefits somebody else. And though, you know, separating those kind of realities really can be hard or bleak, like 
some of people that are listening to this, you're going to break up with somebody at some point and you're not going to get back together. You might get back together with someone else, but there's definitely going to be somebody in your life where you're going to break up and that's just going to be it. You're going to rip the band-aid and it's going to suck and you're going to have to find ways to make each day exciting and to have something exciting and encouraging to work toward. But, like, Emily is, like, living proof right now that, like, doing the hard thing is possible and that it can be worth it because it's obviously, you've heard, especially just in, like, the tone of her voice, like, it's it hurts and it's hard And she has said it time and time again, she didn't do it out of hate or out of, you know, her own ego or anything like that. She did it out of love so that both of them could be the people that they need to be. And I think in our generation, we lack a lot of that maturity. And I think for you, that shows a lot about your character and just your willingness to really be patient for love and to work for it and to understand what it means to love unconditionally. And I think a lot of people are still stuck in like the Tinder era or the hooking up in like the meeting at bars and stuff like that like the hookup culture is still very prominent Mm -hmm. but I think what we lack is a lot of that empathy um or that understanding that following that gut or intuitive feeling is necessary and that ultimately really just like trusting yourself to make those decisions is going to pay off in the end even if for a little while it sucks but like short-term pain for long-term gain like that's (laughs) that's not just like some cheesy sports or Pinterest quote, like it really is true. And I think that that is a valuable lesson, um, or at least experiences to learn from. Like if you aren't able to do that, the hard stuff to grow with somebody that you love and you want to be with, then like you have a lot of inner work that you need to do. And for me, I was willing to work and I was working and was willing to continue pouring more of the energy I didn't have into a situation that ultimately would have remained stagnant and my ex wasn't willing. So like you either are going to find people in your life that will prove to you that the work is worth it and that they want to be part of you and your existence and your future and just experience you as a person or they're not going to as much as you want them to. And that's not something any of us can control or change. It's just something that we have to fucking go with (laughs) because that's just life and it sucks. Yes, and but I think it's so good when that happens, and that's because you are going to find, like, if you are cut off from something that's so toxic, that means that there's something so opposite for you, Mm -hmm. and that the universe is, like, willing to deliver it as long as you're willing to make the choice to choose yourself first. And you have to be open to receiving, and, like, the one thing that I have been dogging on myself and everything else for which you know is like my weight and all along I'm like oh my god I can only gain like two pounds and then I lose it and like I didn't have a scale in Texas so I think that helped a lot but like I that forced me (laughs) to notice more about my body and pay more and more attention to it and I'm gonna definitely be posting like a before and after picture on Instagram at some point for the transformation because even just looking at some old photos of myself like my skin is a different color like I'm not just tan but like I'm vibrant my Mm -hmm. eyes look different because there's my mom even says like wow I haven't seen that light in your eyes in years and I have gained 10 pounds which I know people normally would be like freaking out and having a tantrum about but like I'm 10 pounds to my goal which is the healthiest I've ever been and currently right now this is the healthiest that I have been in at least the last two years so it's 
everything it's so necessary like that's the one thing we keep saying like it is so necessary that these things happen and just like Emily said once you rip that band-aid and you release yourself from that void of toxicity you step into light you step Uh into positivity you step into actual happiness and personally speaking all of that was very foreign to me It's not to say that my relationship wasn't good in some parts, because it definitely was. Um, There are little things that, of course, I'll miss. I'll always have love in my heart for him, but at the end of the day, I had to love myself more, Um, Mm -hmm. and that was the the hardest part, really, was deciding what was going to be best for me, ultimately what would be best for him, because I want him to be happy. I want him to be successful. I want him to have a family just like he's wanted and somebody that's going to love him, but the way that <laughs> the way that we clash it just uh-huh. it just can't work anymore and in realizing that and how much that hurt but in allowing myself to feel all those things that normally I would have run away from I was able to really find who I am again and I have not felt like this person in a very long time yeah and let me just say I want to add to um what you were talking about and how your mom said like she hadn't seen the light in your eyes like since I met you you do look completely different than versus now like you have like passion in your face <laughs> and you have like like a soft like more soft so much like natural soft look to you versus like I feel like you had all of that energy that was like building up um I mean I don't necessarily know to how to like explain that but like it just looks you just look different you look softer you look happier you look passionate you look bright like it's literally a freaking world of a difference and it's just because you're so free and so happy and I'm like so happy for you I remember when I first was texting you or we were first talking like the day of the eclipse and I was just like who are you? Like, Mary, (laughs) who are you? (laughs) No, I felt like I was totally talking to you different too, but I mean, it's just, I know what you're meaning by saying like, like a softer look in my face. It's because I'm not stressed out or like scared or nervous or anxious that like what I've said or done or haven't done or didn't get to was going to come back on me. Like I was, everything that I have said, I feel like makes him sound very terrible and that's not what I want anything to sound like like yes I was treated shittily I treated him shitty sometimes too but it is amazing what a positive environment and happiness does to a person and that's exactly what I told my mom when she made the comment about the light in my eyes because we were just standing in the kitchen when she said it and she's like man I haven't seen that person in a really long time like welcome back basically and I was just like mom like that's what that's what I just said like that's what happiness and a good environment does to somebody and you don't really realize that like of course I always had these qualities within me because I'm me I've always been me and I always will be me but I think that is really good um, testament to the fact that like you are product of your environment whether or not you want to admit that Um, and I think especially within a relationship that that becomes a really muddled line to um be able to differentiate I guess for lack of better words because there are a lot of things that I was blind to and you know Emily and I were chatting briefly before we started um recording for the episode and um I was just telling her that like there there are just so many things that have changed and just so many things that like I wake up realizing that it makes me really sad 
Um, because there are things that I definitely put up with that I shouldn't have or things that lacked that I didn't realize were really necessary for me, um, I guess emotionally in a relationship. So my best friend Deidre has definitely shed some light on the fact just like, you know, you were always just like, your love language was different when you were with him. And I think for a while you kind of convinced yourself that, you know, that wasn't okay or that like it wasn't welcome. So right now you kind of feel like you're in a weird paradoxical situation, like, do you really be yourself and act on those things or do you continue to kind of like reserve yourself for someone else? Yeah. But I'm finding that really just being free, just like you said, and being me and speaking how I want to and doing what I want, like there's not a single bad thing that has really happened to me since being home with the exception of missing my dogs. <laughs> like that really fucking sucks. But yeah. otherwise but I- everything has been, it's just like, if you're contemplating having the talk, just do it. You need to do it. Just do yeah. it. It's going to be worth it. And from what I remember, like, I just remember, um, you know, supporting you through some of those conversations and mm-hmm. some of those things that would happen. And, you know, obviously, like, we're stream empaths. Like, I can actually feel it when you were upset and whatever you were um, feeling. Like, I could actually feel it. And oftentimes it was like just saying this makes me want to cry, but oftentimes it was like you were literally trapped in your own mind and there was like a lot of anger inside because you like you felt like you couldn't do anything about it. Like it was just like you loved this person so much and it was just like you couldn't get out of your own body or like you couldn't get out of your own um do you know what I'm saying? I know like, exactly what you're saying because it makes like me, felt- again, feel like my insides are chained up. And yeah, yeah. Like, literally, from my brain to my pelvis, like, chained the fuck up. And, like, I told you a lot of times that I felt like I was out of body or, like, I just didn't know how to deal, whether it was direct or indirect. Like, you obviously picked up on it. And... I think, like, what you just said, I have full-body chills because I don't feel any of that anymore at all. Yeah, and it's it's really cool talking to you now because we just have this, like, we always have these high vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we can't get words out fast enough to each other um, <laughs> on, like, Instagram and stuff, and yeah. it's just such a difference, and I just... Like, I remember just wanting to cry when we um, would be talking and, you know, you'd be so upset and I could just feel every single, like, thing that was building up and I just knew, like, I'm like, she's gonna, like, something's gonna happen one day, but, like, I knew um, you had to keep going through these things and going through it over and over again to like finally see it for yourself and to finally see how like how much more worthy you are than what it what you were going through yep and I think that's a major thing too why people hesitate to have the talk um or really just take any action they feel like they need to because like all that starts to kind of build up insecurity too and you don't feel like you're making sense like if you're somebody who's been gaslighted and everything has been turned on you in one way or another even if you're not at fault like that is exactly what my situation was and it becomes really hard to find the clarity um but 
like, throughout all of it, I would talk to my mom every single day. Of course, I'd be crying, but I'd be like, Mom, like, I have to love myself more. Like, I love these dogs, and I love him, and, like, I'm hopeful for a future, but, like, I'm pretty sure you're the one that told me. You're, like, like hope or something. Like, it has no, there's no guarantee. No potential. No potential. Yeah, hope has no potential, and that is something that echoed in my mind alongside what I was telling my mom, and she's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to do it on your own time. And, like, my mom was in a very, very, like, she was in, like, a physically abusive relationship when she was in her early 20s. Um, so she understands the urgency of getting out. Not that I was in a physical situation, because I wasn't, but um, still, it was a testament that, like, you have to figure it out for yourself. And, you know, sometimes it might get ugly, and I hope to God nobody listening to this ever lets their situation get that ugly if they're able to help it. But you can support people all you want, just like Emily was for me and vice versa when she was going through things that she would express to me, whether it was, you know, romantic or otherwise. And, um, you know, people can talk all they want. They can provide advice or space for you all they want. But ultimately, you can't place pressure on anything because you're going to do it when it feels right. You're going to do it when you feel that intuitive gut pull and you're just going to fucking do it. Because guess what? I was somebody who didn't think I could do it. I thought it was going to be completely debilitating and it was going to just break me up and kill me from the inside out. And sure, it kind of felt like that when I was packing my stuff up and, you know, having to say bye to the dogs and everything. But as soon as I pulled into my driveway with my dad, I was like, (sighs) like, I want to cry right now. Just feeling again, that relief of knowing Mm -hmm. I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm welcomed, I'm supported and that I can only go up from here. Like, that was it. Like, that was, like, the lowest low that I think I have felt really since my boyfriend died in high school. And, like, I told my mom how shitty I had felt. Like, none of it was going to be in comparison to the joy that I would feel now. Like, I had no idea that how I feel now was possible um, or that I deserved it. Yeah. Or that I was actually able to, like, welcome that into my life. So even, like, getting home and, like, adding people on Snapchat and stuff like that, like, in some instances like that, I have felt guilty, but, you know, I've understood that it's my life and it's okay to live it. And I hope that anybody that has listened to this has realized that it, too, is their life and whatever you see fit, you should do. You should pursue and you should make happen and it's your life, so fucking live it because nobody else can and one day you're going to die. Like, I'm sorry, that's morbid, but, like, we're all going to die one day. (laughs) So what's the point of wasting our time (laughs) trying to form to other people's molds or their happiness or anything else? Like, it's so important that we do what we feel is necessary for us. And time is such an illusion. Like, it's not real. You you don't have time. Like, that was one thing. I have two other things I want to touch on, but, like, that was one thing I had to realize is like, how fucking long can you put it off? Mm-hmm. Like, how long are you going to wait to actually be happy for yourself, for you? Like, you you didn't come here to fucking, like, sacrifice your, your happiness for other people. You came here to learn many other things that are positive, and that is not... <laughs> That is not something that you're here to learn. Like you, you don't need to be putting yourself under so that you can keep others from drowning. Like stop doing that. And I want to also go back to, I want to talk about when we had our, um, our falling out, but I want to go back to when you said, 
um, hope has no potential and how we were talking about that before and how I told you, you can't marry his potential. Like you can't hope for that um, because if he's not willing to give you that now, like he, if he's not willing to show you his potential now, there's nothing, there's nothing to wait for. Like Mm -mm. you, you're, you're waiting for something to come up and until you make a move, you don't know what can happen. So that's like one of the biggest things is like when we stay stagnant, nothing, there's no space for anything to happen. But when you make a move, it's like they get to decide and you get to be in your power and they get to show up in theirs and they get to decide and you get to decide. So that's how important it is to like realize time isn't a real thing. Time is something that humans made up and you don't have enough of it. You have to make the move, make the decision. And then the other thing I was going to say is that, you know, when we had our falling out, I feel like in a weird way, this might sound weird in a weird way, we needed space. We Mm -hmm. had to make some kind of space. And that's like when both things happened, which I don't know what that's all about, but that's kind of how I see it. Yep. That's how it feels to me too. It's like you, you, I don't know when it happened. I think it wasn't long after that you left. And um, it's just wild. Mm -hmm. It was almost like it brought us both even to the point of like, wow, is like, is this really what it's going to take to like make me realize? Which is crazy because like I have felt that way too. Like in whatever way, like our energies that needed to be expressed outwardly. (laughs) Jeez, my dog just burped guys heard that Jesus Chloe um but like it's it's crazy because you always you know you want support from your friends and this that and the other and I would never want to feel like my friends are crutches or anything like that but in a way that's kind of how I feel like you and I needed to separate or like break the crutch bond for lack of better words in order for us to be able to go those separate directions because I think for us we're both really like empowering kind of friends we want the best for each other and the other people in our lives so we always will hype that up the best that we can you know not being bullshit or anything like that but we always want the best for our friends but sometimes we don't understand that like giving our friends space to figure things out on their own in their own time is also necessary It's like that hurt us a little bit, but ultimately, like when we reconnected, we both knew it was going to happen. We both Mm -hmm. knew that that was inevitable. And then we were absolutely fucking mind blown to find out that we were going through the exact same things. And I think for me, too, how you said a little while ago about how that was like um, an example of a pattern, like it was hard for you to open up. You weren't expressing or being honest or anything like that. That is how I feel, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to find that space to be able to um, be completely open and honest and vulnerable with you. Because in doing that, that would have forced me to be very open and honest and vulnerable with myself. And mm-hmm. that inevitably happened. Like, I would see my totem animals. I would see the butterflies. I found pairs of dragonfly wings literally in my path as I would walk the dogs on some of the last times I was out with them. I found mm-hmm. feathers in my path, which none of that was happening. Like, you know prior to my breakup that the things I was seeing were dead animals or animals getting attacked yeah. or people oh getting God. attacked. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like all those things were tragic they were hard to look at they were hard to confront but I had to deal with them still because like hello there was a man that got attacked and a dog whose leg got amputated by another dog attack like 
that was really hard to like have to witness and work through but literally just in saying that it's like helping me to realize that it it was heart-wrenching to see those things happen and it was heart-wrenching to understand that my relationship was coming to an end and that I wasn't going to have those things with him anymore or the things that we talked about or my dogs or you know anything like that but you know, I found the dragonfly wings, I'd find the feathers, the cardinals would not leave me alone, butterflies would swirl around me, and, like, the dragonflies and butterflies were not something I really saw in Texas, but that whole last week that I was there, that's all that was around me, and I picked up every feather, every, like, um, wing that I found, everything, and it's just crazy how prior to the breakup, it was death and attack and heart-wrenching pain, and then during and after, it's been nothing but release and beauty and, um, it's just been, it's just been crazy. Like, I've had a lot of breakups. I've been cheated on. I've been lied to. I've been manipulated. Like, you fucking name it, it's happened to me. And I didn't think I'd be able to survive. Um, I think I used my ex a lot of the time as a totem for stability, even though that sounds so fucking ridiculous coming out of my mouth, because he wasn't anything stable for me, really, after a certain point. And it's hard to admit that when someone's your best friend and you have inside jokes and things like that. But I think if there's any advice that either of us could give you, if you're contemplating having the talk, just word vomit. Messy action is better than no action. And like Emily said, how dare you try and compromise your happiness for somebody else? Like you can't put yourself in a box like that, whether it's a job. Like, if you don't want to be in corporate America, don't. Neither of us are. And we're living. Okay, we're fine. We're still alive. Um, <laughs> I know plenty of other people we're, that are that we're way. We're not dying. Yeah, exactly. We're trusting. <laughs> well, that's part of the thing is, like, if you have the pool, you have to trust it because there's no... Let me tell you this. Like, if you just trust your soul and you trust the nudges, like, there, you cannot go wrong the only time like you mess up when you question that and you mess up when you worry about the how it's trusting it's surrendering that's it like that's that's 100 percent it like if you don't want to be in corporate america you don't fucking have to and i mean i met mary like right after i quit my my full-time job and it was a good job. I had actually just gotten a raise and I was doing something that I actually was passionate about, but it was so draining and my soul just kept telling me to leave. So I had to do it <laughs> and I had to live off paid call credit for two months. But guess what? I fucking made it and I'm okay. Yep. And you're going to continue to be okay. And no matter what pieces might fall, everything always comes back together and is whole again. And it might suck for a little bit and you might lose parts of those, you know, pieces that you need along the way. But if you just trust yourself and keep moving forward, like she literally just said, there's nothing that'll stop you because what's meant for you will always come to you. And that is so true. Like everything in your life that's meant for you, whether you believe in a spiritual universe or you believe in God, we were all created. We're all plopped onto this earth for a reason, and there is a divine, beautiful blueprint that we are all supposed to be living. And though time is an illusion, as every single day ticks by, we cross off more and more of those plans on the blueprint. And, you know, Mm, we're just living our life, and it's going to suck sometimes. It's going to be hard. You're going to lose people. You're going to gain people. You know, people will come and go, but you'll find your constants. 
you'll find what's meant for you. And even if you feel like there's no hope after a recent breakup, don't let yourself get into that frame of mind because one, it's not true and two, it's toxic um, because you have people in your life that love you. If you feel like you don't, you will with time and you just have to trust yourself. Just keep moving forward and just do the damn thing. None of us know what the hell we're doing. I don't care if you're 23 or you're 86 like my great aunt. None of us have our shit together. <laughs> like, nope. Time is always ticking. Even when we're asleep, we're living in the present moment. And I think that's something insane that I have capitalized on is just understanding that my time is limited and that I better make the most of it if I want to be happy. Because if not, I'm going to be kicking myself in the ass as an old woman. So, Yes, 100%. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to hit on was just ask if you have any plans. Like, if there's anything that this... Um, new I guess break for you really has provided like you got anything new exciting going on that you've been able to pour more time into now yes oh my god I'm so excited so (laughs) I started doing I started doing astrology readings and it's been super super cool I do intuitive astrology readings that's something that I've just been able to um I guess kind of own start to own and be more confident in um, since I've had more time, but I'm also just planning on, um, you know, creating a spiritual business program, something like that. And then that's all for business, but relationship wise, I feel like we're really moving in the right direction. I actually, um, had a psychic girl tell me some really (laughs) interesting, cool things. So, um, I'm not going to say them on here because nope, keep that to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to, you know, blast everything to everyone, but it's going to be really good. And then we're thinking about moving too. So I don't know where we're thinking about moving somewhere else in Texas. If you know, we can completely work things out, but we're just going slow and making slow plans and just making sure that, um, you know, we can grow in the way that, is supportive of each other and not just of ourselves. Yeah, you're setting attainable and realistic goals and expectations for something that's being healed. And I think a lot of times that's something that people don't do. And I think that just kind of comes with the maturity. And, you know, you said earlier that you've always grown faster than him. And I think that's just true for women generally. A lot of the time we mature quicker than men do. And... Mm -hmm we're the nurturing caretakers and whatever, but like sometimes we have to realize that holding somebody's hand isn't going to benefit anybody. And, you know, ultimately you've, you've been able to pour more time into the things that you've been talking about doing for months and you probably have a lot more clarity and it just goes to show that having the talk word vomiting and just getting that pent up energy out will be worth it. You know, whether it ends negatively or positively or in an understanding way or whatever it is, you just have to do it. We owe it to ourselves before we owe it to anybody else to um, be honest and live our lives. So, yeah. yeah. And if you know you have to do something, you just do, you just do it. Like, take the messy action and just do it. Yep. That's it. Yep. Well, thank you so much for hopping on with me. This is so good. And I hope that somebody... Um, someone along the way will get something good out of this because, you know, breakups, especially from something long-term can be so hard and it can and may potentially be the hardest decision or move that you have to make 
I'm putting emphasis on have to because it's necessary that you live your life. But if you feel it strongly, you have to do it and you have to let yourself be free. Because like I just said, our lives are long, so there really is no sense in torturing yourself by not doing what's best for you. You are the only person that knows what's best for you. Like, yes, your family knows you well and your friends know you well, hopefully. But at the end of the day, you are the person that goes to sleep with yourself and wakes up with yourself. So ultimately, you know what's going to be best. And like I have said so many times, like you will not regret it. And to boot, I can almost guarantee that you will be pleasantly surprised by the doors that open and the people and opportunities that will come your way. Because like I said in that last episode, we have all these placeholder events and experiences in our lives that like a bad Lego, we have to pluck out of our build in order to find a better fit. And and that better fit will be the things that are positive and the opportunities and doors opened and connections that we have been longing for or literally visual visualizing for like our entire existence and that is such a beautiful thing about a breakup like breakups are hard but you know like a butterfly it's such like a um I can't even think of the word like a taboo not taboo but like a cookie cutter analogy you know it's like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon out of the cocoon like they spent a long time away they're transforming and then they come out and the world is like, well, hey, welcome back. You're in the form that you were always supposed to be in. And, you know, you just have to take the first step and trust yourself because the rest will come. It will always come and it will never stop coming. 100%. 100%. Period. That's good shit. This episode was bomb. Yes, ma'am. And I, in this description of the episode too, I'm going to link Emily's Instagram. Um, so like she's got a uh, link tree back on her page so that if you're interested in any of her astrology readings, um, or any of her Facebook lives, like she does a lot of guest appearances and stuff like that too, and just provides a lot of really great value and information. So I'll have her Instagram linked so that you guys can connect with her as well. Um, cause this, you just listened to her talk for however long, like she's got a lot of good stuff to say. She's been through a lot. I've been through a lot. It's no wonder that we're friends, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely give her a follow and support her. Cause honestly, without some of her words of wisdom, I don't really know if I would have realized some of the things that I needed to realize. And I think that says a lot because I'm a very, um, stubborn Aquarius to the core <laughs> and I don't always want to listen to other people. I want to listen to <laughs> what I want to listen to. So um yeah thank you again for hopping on here with me you're so welcome this was so much fun (laughs) we'll catch you guys next time thank you guys for tuning into another episode um if you are not connected with me on instagram definitely make sure that you do uh because i just announced the other day that we hit our first thousand downloads so of course it is all thanks to you guys that listen and share and support um and it means more than you know so um i'll have my instagram in the description as always, but I will also have Emily's stuff in there. Like I said, um, you just listen to her talk for however long and she has a lot of really great things to say, just like I mentioned. And I truly believe that everybody comes into our lives for a reason. And like you guys heard, Emily and I kind of had a little bit of a falling out, but she's one of those people that I believe will always be in my life. You know, we might have to support each other during different seasons of our lives, but being able to have somebody that can provide clarity from an outsider point of view is really important to have in your life, I think. And not only that, but you know, when you go through breakups, lean on the people that are near you. Lean on the people that you have in your life that you can depend on, that you can call at two in the morning to come rescue you. It is okay to not be okay, okay? Like, 
I genuinely mean that. I have days where I am so happy and then I have days where I am so sad or I have moments during days where I am so sad or angry or whatever it is. And I want you guys to understand that even more through what Emily and I were trying to get at, you know, through just, you know, ripping the band-aid and doing it, it's okay to feel what you need to feel. It's okay to feel emotional or like you're too much to handle, even though that's not true. We are all humans and we all go through things like this, so there's no point in shaming yourself for feeling how you do. Don't guilt yourself for feeling like you need to make a huge decision or a huge life change that might affect somebody else. At a certain point, yes, you should be doing things out of love and out of consideration, but you should be loving and considering yourself first and foremost before anybody else. And that's not selfish. That's what we call self-care because we cannot pour from an empty cup. We cannot, like Emily suggested about me, we can't allow ourselves to feel chained up. Our insides cannot be crushed for somebody else or to fit somebody else's mold or to make somebody else happy or to appease their control that they need to have. You need to live your life for yourself by yourself, by your own virtues, your own values, like you just need to do what's best for you. And I hope that these two different experiences that were shared in this episode can really help you kind of figure out where you are or maybe where you want to go, or maybe it's just got you thinking, you know, whether it's a breakup or not, that it's really okay to invest in yourself, to love yourself and to give yourself everything that is necessary to live your absolute best life. Because uh, time's an illusion and we don't have a lot of it. So definitely don't waste it on people that don't pour that back into you. So I will catch you guys next time. Just please remember to keep chasing the light because there's light at the end of the tunnel even when it doesn't feel like it. Um, you just got to keep pushing and you got to keep choosing yourself.